Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back in person with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So it's it's been a minute since we actually had a chance to actually record face to face. So it feels good. Man, it feels real good. Man, got my brother here in person. That's what I'm talking about. So it's it's been a another crazy week in sports. NCAA tournament in full swing, both men and women's NFL free agency, NBA playoffs coming up, NHL winding down, Major League Baseball getting started. It's, it's real. It's just real crazy. Yeah. Let me start off with this. Did you did you do a bracket? I didn't do a bracket because I was bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Were you bitter because Michigan didn't get in? I was bitter because Michigan didn't get in. Um, It just if it didn't feel like a traditional uh, bracket, man. We didn't have North Carolina in there. It was a couple other teams that didn't make it, and I just like to Duke was only what a five seed. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. I like. This was too up in the air, man. I so, just... they're saying brackets are down this year. Um, I did one, just one. I got asked out the blue by an old co-worker to do a bracket. So, I, I did one. I was like in a second to last place yesterday. Like, I, <laughs> I have moved up like 20 places today. So, <laughs> uh, I was just about to say that too, man. Like, so how are you... I, I'm surprised you're still alive after all these. I don't had a heart attack just watching these damn uh, NCAA games because I, I, all the teams that I would have picked or assumed that they were going to win, stunk up the place. I never seen so many upsets in one season, a tournament play in my life. Yeah, it's shoot. I know one of the reasons why like I moved up is because a bunch of people. Um, had Duke and downwind Duke yesterday. So I don't know. It's just a weird. Bracket year, shoot, Pre- President Obama, his bracket is already busted. He had Duke winning it all, so. Oh, man, uh, that's tough right there. His his soft his women's bracket looks a whole lot better than the men's one, but. Yeah. the Actually, the women's, I've been catching a little bit of the women's too, man. And, uh, well, of course, I'm still in it because, you know, Michigan. Um, something in the yeah, inside. Yeah, they, they got a tough draw, though. Tonight they play uh, LSU. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be tough, man. With Miss Reese, so it, it, it's it's gonna be. I don't know this this one of the first year, but I don't think you have like a clear cut favorite NCAA uh, tournament. Kansas looks like they have a possibility to win it. Hell, uh, the, I saw that Xavier play today. If they keep playing the way that they were playing against Pitt. They got a legit chance. Gonzaga still around. Tennessee looks good. I saw. I hell. Who who knows? <laughs> right. Michigan so, State still squeaking yeah, through. Michigan State. Here's the frustrating thing about Michigan State so far. I know it's been one in the game, one and a half games so far, but they look like the team you expected them to be the in the season, which. I don't know the season. They were like a roller coaster. One minute they were good, the next minute they it was like, who the hell is this team? So um, maybe Tom Izzo will put it put together another NCAA run. But yeah, and to be honest, man, like after all those state fans were talking shit, man, 
Like I, I kind of want him to lose, but at the same time, I, you know, whenever we go down, I, I kind of cheer on uh, Michigan State, man. I, I do want to see at least something in the state win. So some some Big Ten team, because um, I don't know the last few years, Miss, I guess Michigan has really been carrying the the banner for the for mid, for the Big Ten. So. Um, this year, Penn State looked pretty good their first game. Um. Yeah, man, everybody got their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Iowa, Purdue, like all those guys got their asses kicked. They yeah, just kind of, so, yeah. And, and Purdue, Maryland. I don't know what's up with uh, Purdue, but they might as well just call them first round Purdue because they, anytime that they're a favorite to win, I mean, once again, they get knocked out in the first round. I don't know. Purdue need to do some soul searching, maybe a coach search. <laughs> oh, don't say the coach search, man. Now it just—it <laughs> feel like they were just overrated from the beginning. They had the big fella, but to be honest, if you're not pounding the ball to him all the time, and they got a bunch of guys jacking up threes, I think that's what's wrong with uh, NCAA basketball. That's why I like watching Michigan State. I'm not gonna even lie, because they go down low to the big man. Yeah, they. <laughs> Gives you a kind of old school feel. Yeah, that felt like that's what Michigan should have did. You had Dickinson, and uh, watching a lot of Michigan games this season, they always was just jacking up threes. And then they could they couldn't close. I just seen like a stat like they blew eight games where they were favored to win in like less than ten minutes to go in the second half by like eighty five percentage points. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So who knows? This, this is a great time. You got your Lions out here making some moves. Sign Camp Sutton. I guess we'll never know really what actually happened with Jamal Williams because he's saying the Lions disrespected him. It's a report that the Lions offered him the David, David Montgomery contract and his agent turned it down. So I guess we'll never know. If it's true that the Lions offered him that David Montgomery contract and his agent turned it down, he needs to fire his agent because yeah, he's not worth that much. I'm assuming that the Lions offer him three million a year for three years. Because I, I don't even think it's I don't even think it's that much. I'm thinking they offer anywhere like you said three point five or four million. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It's got to be something around that, maybe ten million for three years, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah he's. He just, you know what, he benefited from the Lions having a really good line last year. Other than that, like, honestly, I think he's kind of overrated. Yeah, so, um, hell, I guess the, the pudding will be in the tape this year with him in the <laughs> Orleans. I do feel like David Montgomery running behind the Lions offensive line is it's 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 an upgrade. I think this puts um, – my boy that I do like that can never stay healthy, uh, Swift, on notice. Yeah, no, you know what? What I like is the Lions have, for the first time since I've been a Lions fan and watched them, they have two clear-cut RB1s. Yeah, and they got a nice little, I don't know what you would call it, Craig Reynolds, but he's a good third option. He runs hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, he runs really So, the, they got options. I like the Cam Sutton pickup. Yeah, I'm loving that pick. I wish that – now, now for the draft, now that's a whole different story. We got so many draft picks. I'm nervous, Rodney. Like, give me your prediction on what you've heard so far and from what you've seen. Give me the first two picks from the Lions. 
Which would be the so, 6th and the 18th, right? In, in my ordinary world, this is what I would like to see happen. I want to see a team panic mm-hmm. and move up to three. Not the lion per se, but I want to see somebody move up um, to three for a quarterback. Hopefully the first four picks are quarterbacks or, or, or something like that. And we either have um, Will Anderson slide, end up sliding to the Lions or, or Wilson from Texas Tech. Um, that's who I would like to see picked. I know a lot of people have mocked uh, Jalen Carter to the Lions. If that happens, I would probably blow a gasket. Um, you know what? I got a different perspective on that one. I believe that Jalen Carter is going through a lot right now. But I believe behind a he has to get with a team that's that has a coach and a setup like us. We got a hard working, hard hat, go to work type of mentality. He's gonna get around this team. He's gonna adopt that mentality. Just like when I always say with Carmelo. If Carmelo would have got drafted by that Pistons team, now you got a defensive Carmelo. His whole career would have been totally different. He would have been the champion. Same thing with Carter. Carter can't afford to go to a team that's already established. That has good stars already. He's gonna fall right into the that whole thing. And so this, not this be is, good. This is what I will. I I know you act for the first round. I'm gonna give you the second round too. Give me a second round too. So first pick, you go Anderson. You go Wilson. With your 18 pick, um, I think you insulate. You 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 build on a strength. You go O line with the kid from Florida. Oh, that'll be nice. Your your first pick in the, the second round. If uh, Mozzie Smith is still there, you pick him up. Now you got a pretty deep. You, you address your edge. You address your 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 tackle, and then hopefully DJ Turner still there. Oh, take that. a corner with your your second pick. Take the whatever they do with take second second round pick. Take the be- best available corner. Now I got a whole different perspective. Or you take a wide receiver. There you go. I was gonna say, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna sign DJ Chark. I think he's gone. I, so I'm not. I'm almost there with you. I think there's a wait on see on both parties. I think Shark is trying to see what the the market is for wide receivers. Not too many wide receivers. Uh, I know you have Myers signed with Vegas and a couple other wide receivers yeah. signed, but. No, like um, Odell Beckham's still out there, so I, I think there's a, a wait and see approach. With I don't think it's necessarily bad for the Lions. I think same thing with Bobby Wagner. Right, right. No, I I agree with you on that. I'm kind of confused because I want them to be loaded at cornerback. Also, it just feels like we always get injuries. I know that we're we just put money on a couple of guys. Sutton's been pretty good, but the guy that we got. Um, was that Montgomery mm-hmm. from uh, 49ers? He just came off a major Achilles injury. Yeah, so, that, so that's, that's why I say just give me one corner. I don't care if it's in the second or third round. Right. I don't know. If NFL free agency has been very interesting. The Chicago Bears open up a vault. <laughs> See, like <laughs> they had a lot of money to spend to begin with. Right. I'm not sure what to make of them because they still haven't addressed their own line. St- the jury's still out on Justin Field. The one team that I'm very concerned about, that if you're a fan of them, 
they're doing something that hasn't worked in the past. So the Las Vegas Raiders, this has been like a former Patriot reunion, which we've seen happen oh. here in Detroit. You saw it happen in Miami. It never works out. So Yeah, I agree. It never works out. Recipe for disaster right now. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like the New Orleans Saints is in a much better position than the Las Vegas Raiders are. No, I agree with you on that. You even got Devontae Adams saying he wants to get the hell out of there. Like he's been tweeting and, and saying random things. So speaking of Devontae Adams, speaking of draft capital, <laughs> my little playground. Trade the eighteenth pick, throwing the two. Good thing. Devontae Adams. I would love to see it, man, but I don't I know. It the Lions would, not going to make yeah, both, both it would, moves it, like that. It would cost a lot, but I mean, you you probably number one offense in the league. David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, Jared Goff, Swift. See, I like that we picked up Montgomery, but if Eckler was out there, which he was, the Lions aren't making big moves. Yeah, but I'm I'm waiting to see. Moves. You still got Wagner out there, Flowers, all those guys. Lions aren't making big moves, and it seems like they're they're relying more on the young guys and trying to build with them. I would like for them to still bring in because right now it's all about the depth. Yeah, and we right now we we always wind up getting crazy injuries, and then we so so I'm hoping with the injuries they they hired a new head of. Um, I don't know what his exact title is, like health and nutrition. So maybe that'll make a difference. Hell, maybe getting a field turf replaced. Oh yeah, that'll make a huge difference. We need so that. it. It'll be interesting. I do. I agree with Vegas. Uh, the Lions have to be the favorite with Aaron Rodgers going stage. Right. I don't. I don't even know who's still going to be left in Green Bay like that. Yeah, right now I was just looking at their uh, their squad. I just don't believe in their quarterback that they have. and Yeah, time. so, <laughs> I mean, today, like, I'll give you the division favorites in my book today. Okay. NFC North, the Lions. Right. NFC South, New Orleans. Uh, NFC West, San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, I can accept maybe that. Maybe Seattle. I don't know. I think Seattle was a huge fluke, man, last year. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it together. Um, I trust Kyle Shanahan as a as the coach, no matter who the quarterback is at this point. Uh right. NFC East, Philly. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I like that. A- AFC, AFC East, Miami. Ooh. Their coach is the question mark to me, but Whoa, you got Miami over Jets? Yeah, I mean. That's tough, man. Jay, like, I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey. You got uh, yeah, Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill. As, as, so That Jets team is loaded in the defense, too. Now they can. Now you got Aaron Rodgers in there. with. Oh, that's tough, man. The, the AFC. Um, what is that? The AFC Central, basically. Mm-hmm. Bengals. Oh, yeah, Bengals for sure. AFC West, Kansas City. Yeah. Until somebody beats the champ. Until somebody beats the champ. 
You know, I had a AFC bone to pick so- with you. AFC South? I'll let you finish. Jacksonville? No. Who's you think so? Who's You got Indianapolis, Jacksonville, the Texas, Houston, and what's the other team? Uh, it's a... Uh, is it Care? No. Who's the other team in that division? Uh, now, now I'm having a brain for Yeah, it. it's about to drive me crazy. Now I'm having a brain for it. I I definitely okay. would know. Oh, the Titans. Uh, give me the Titans. Mm. Give me the Titans if they don't get rid of Derrick Henry. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Titans to Derrick Henry until we find out what happened with Derrick Henry. That's what I was saying. Like, the Lions got all this draft capital. They got all these picks and everything. They haven't made any moves to like get any of these feature backs because you got this is the first time I've ever seen a lot of feature backs and guys that were damn near MVPs be held dangling out there as trade bait (laughs) like I never seen that before you got Henry you got Eckler you got I mean it's just so many Lamar Jackson Josh Jacobs is still free Josh Jacobs and that's the bone I wanted to pick with you (laughs) now I was sitting here and I was watching some highlights and I was watching uh ESPN and okay I'm being honest with you Jared Goff is cool he had a hell of a season last season but Rodney Jared Goff is not better than Lamar Jackson I'm I'm not saying I'm, so, so, <laughs> so so here's my assertion here's my problem with with Lamar Jackson right is same probably the same issue I have with Jimmy G no, don't don't put those guys in the same category. <laughs> you cannot put those guys in the same category. Hear me out. Yes, is Lamar Jackson an elite quarterback? Yes. yes. Does he have elite health? No. This is the first time he's really been injured. Like he's only had one healthy season. Of course, in that healthy season, he did with an MVP. So, so I hear you there. But I don't know if I can trust him. Health-wise. Okay, so this is my thing. I believe if you put him behind that offensive line that we have and all the weapons, because right now, who's his wide receiver? His running backs? Hell, nobody knows. He has nobody. And the line is like, here's the line how, always been depleted. He's been running for his life. Here's how bad the the Baltimore Ravens is. Who's the second best player on offense? Probably the tight end, right? Tuck, Justin Tucker, the kicker. Oh, damn, you're right about that. <laughs> but I was going to say Andrews. Well, Andrews is probably the best. Like That's his number one option. He's throwing to the tight end. Yeah, so I and mean, so you're, still your third best option is the kicker. So you're telling me, Rodney, right now, if I put Lamar Jackson and I gave him St. Brown, if I gave him Montgomery, if I gave him uh, Swift, if I gave him – I mean, that so, whole so, so Lions setup. So here's, and I, I think this is what would give Williams the, the Lions pause. It's what is it going to take to sign a Lamar Jackson? I give up. Yeah. I give up some draft picks and give up golf. But not only that, what, what are you going to have to? I think part of it is how much they're going to have to eat salary cap wise. Because you know, I think signing same rounds a priority, right? Right. Eventually, Aiden's probably going to be a priority. 
you're hoping J-Mo becomes a priority. Like the, the Lions, if everything goes to plan, the Lions are going to have to make some very tough decisions two years from now, two or three years from now. Right, regardless. Yeah. Regardless if we pick so up you, Lamar Jackson so or not. So you're saying pick up Lamar Jackson, push all your chips to the – Yeah, balls to the wall, man. My whole thing is right now the Lions have a prime opportunity to do something, make it to the playoffs, even – Probably Super Bowl bound. Like, that's a major move picking up. And think about it. The quarterback is always the face of your team. So you saying that Jared Goff is the face of our team? Because right now that's what it is. Like, when you think of the Detroit so, Lions, so I Jared think, Goff, I guess. No, well, I guess I could be a problem. Cause you yeah, because everybody else is kind of unknown. <laughs> like, St. Brown is he's well, you starting that, to come into his own. that to me, like, I, I don't know, Aiden? Oh, okay. I, I, I think say, Jamal Williams. First. I, I think Jamal Williams was actually the face, and that's terrible. That's terrible because season before that he did nothing. He was injured. Like yeah, yeah I, I, I think most people, maybe Aiden and and, and and Jamal Williams had to be one two on the most recognizable Lions. Right, and that's not that's not cool. I think you're hoping that it's J-Mo next year. Yeah, I I think that's terrible when you have somebody other than your quarterback not be the face of the team. I can understand the running back. The running back is always the second face that you can probably see and, and people will know. I think that's the problem with football is because every time you're looking for the face of the league, it's always going to be a quarterback is the face of the league. Of course, it was Tom Brady for so many years. And then you'll say, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Or, you know, you're throwing a couple other guys. It's always it's a Patrick, quarterback. Yeah, I think it's Patrick McHone now. Yeah, it's always a quarterback. So Patrick McHone and Joe Cool. Yeah, give me Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson right now in this league, he's the top 10. So, he's the top so 10 quarterback. Let me give you uh, Let me just think. Oh, yeah, well, it's, not top, it's not 10 more best better than him. Let me just see. Joe Burrow. Okay. Mahomes. Okay, that's two. We've seen a lot of guys retire and decline, so we can't you can't say Aaron Rodgers no more. You can't say Tom Brady no more. Those Herbert. guys. Herbert. Okay, I'll give you Herbert. Herbert's good. Probably not better than Jackson, but he's good. That's three. I don't like two Jalen Hurts. Okay, give me Hurts too. I like Hurts a lot. This is tough. Um, that's that's what I give me two more, and then that's probably about it. You could say Allen, maybe in yeah, Buffalo. Josh Allen. Yeah, that's what five. I'm trying to Still think. not all better than Lamar Jackson. Maybe the same level type of players. This, I would take Lamar. I would take Lamar over Dak. Um, yeah, I take Lamar over like everybody else in that field, Lamar, and that's that leads. To, you got a chance, Tyler. You got a chance to get a top 10 quarterback behind an amazing line. Oh, and Kyler Murray's going to get another coach fired. <laughs> FYI. See, now, now I don't agree with you on that because I really <laughs> like Kyler Murray. Now, I would put Kyler Murray in that top 10 category because when you think about it, it's not really a lot of good quarterbacks out there. And that's really bad for the NFL. If there's one quarterback I don't trust, it's Kyler Murray. But who else would you put in front of it's so bad right so now. So give I, me everybody else you name. I'll put Dak in front of him, and Lord knows. I, what? 
What? Dak. Dak's been terrible. I, I told you. I, I, I <laughs> he's been awful. I don't trust Kyler Murray. I, I feel like he's a little maker at quarterback. He's going to get whoever coaches mm. him fired. Until he spends more time in a playbook than he does on the Xbox or PlayStation, he's going he's going to get his coach fired. I just I'm still trying to figure out. Give me Derek else. Carr. Man, get out of here. Now you know you're tripping. <laughs> he said, give me Derek Carr. I can't think of anybody else that's really good, to be honest. And that's that's really I, bad. So, you heard it here first. I'm guaranteeing Derek Carr will throw for 4,000 yards this upcoming season. To who? Olave. No, man, he's terrible. Kamar. I'm a, not Olave is terrible. I'm saying Derek Carr is terrible. Derek Carr had all those weapons. This every who, the who, past two who, seasons. Who was his head coach? He had a actually pretty decent head coach, and they got rid of him for, for God knows whatever reason. Well, we know he did. Well, not, I'm not even talking about Gruden. I'm talking oh, about um, I was going to say Gruden the, was good. The interim coach. Um, that's not a special team coordinator over in Green yeah, Bay. Yeah, he wasn't really. He wasn't a good coach, to be honest. But Derek Quirk, Derek Hark held that team together. They no, were, they, he was terrible. They were Jacobs, one. They were one tie away from going to the playoffs. Jacobs carried that team for the past three years. You can hand the ball off to him. He's been one of the best running backs for the past three years. And Derek Carr has been I, I terrible. I trust him more than I trust Kyler Murray. <laughs> I will not trust Derek Carr and, with anything. And I'm willing to die on that hill. So. Now, look, he got all these weapons around him. Everything points to Derek Carr being a damn good candidate for what? Probably most improved player, right? I bet you he finds a way to stink up the place. Okay. It, it just it feels like he is. And guess what, Jets? Aaron Rodgers is not the same Aaron Rodgers from before, and you oh, guys yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, disappointed. I think y'all getting Brett Favre coming <laughs> over. This ain't it, okay, honey. <laughs> you can go sign Odell. You can <laughs> hell. Give me Jerry Goff over Aaron Rodgers right now. Oh yeah, give me Jerry Goff over Aaron Rodgers. Easy. I was gonna say it's getting so bad, and the changing of the guard is happening because when those quarterbacks that you used to seeing. And they start slowly crashing down, crashing and burning. Now people well, are saying Jared Goff is good. That's how bad it is. Well, Tom Brady was a slow burn. Yeah, that's a super slow burn. I mean, it literally took his Hell, last I'll season take, for him to I'll suck. take old ass and Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers right now. You know what? I would, too. I would, too. Like, he made it to the playoffs last season. He still led the league in passing yards. Just a couple other categories last year. That's true too. I, was I wonder. Say, I wonder what what it would take to get Chris Evans from Tampa Bay. Oh wow! I don't know. You if know, if I'm what? a team, I'm kicking those tires. Yeah, I would love to see. Like, I think he's always been sturdy, and if you put somebody behind him, that's actually pretty decent. He's a touchdown waiting to happen. Yeah. Like, Tom Brady always could find him. I don't know, man. Like, it's so many great players out there, like I said, that's being held, dangling. Trey bait, Trey bait. It feel like this is the season. If I'm a team and I want to come up, just like the Lions, right now this is the lowest the division is being. Everybody in the division sucks. Yeah, I still got, still have a feeling they're, they're going to get Bobby Wagner. At least get – if you don't get Bobby Wagner, at least get Clark or Flowers. One of them. You need, you need some edge. Yeah, you need somebody to watch Rush opposite Aiden. Right. So, 
that's that's why I say draft. You have you have to go edge, D tackle. I don't care what order you get them in. Uh, you need put a D tackle next to Aiden. Yeah. Put somebody opposite the edge. Now you now team can't slide. Coverage is really over to them. They have to pick their poison. Yeah, and that's crazy. Then you got bugs in the middle and some of those other guys hammering in the middle. Or maybe, you know what? I want to see how far uh, Carter drops. I want to see how far he drops. Well, I think his pro day might have helped him drop a little bit more. I mean, if we get a chance to even pick up Carter, because so many teams are passing up on him, he might fall into like a second round. Uh, we'll see. I don't see him fall in second round, but he may be still there at pick eighteen. Yeah, I think I think with him gaining those nine pounds, which I think he can shed in by taking a shit, maybe. <laughs> like he can shed those nine pounds. Everybody made a huge deal about that. And him not finishing some of the drills, they say he was breathing heavily. Yeah, he was, he spit and some people said he threw up, but it was like spit. I saw the video. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They they yeah, they clearly was talking too much shit on that. On that issue, I think he, like you said, he did spit, and I, I don't think he was too gassed, in my opinion. He just chose, pick and chose his drills. Yeah, so yeah. <sighs> guess we can get off the NFL. All right, go into our top ten. Okay, the moment you all been waiting for. Who's our number one? <laughs> oh man, this is crazy, and I. I don't. I don't wrote this so list down. I, I, so I officially see Tommy list for the first time. It's scratch out. It's arrows. He, dude, <laughs> I, this list. He looked like the bad man, the mad scientist on the whiteboard. <laughs> and look, he just seeing this one piece of paper. I don't. I've been at work, like working my brain, listening to different music, like all types of stuff, and I still fuck this list up because now. I done messed up and I done left some people off. Yeah, there's there's somebody missing on my list that I'm. That's why I'm interested to see who Rodney has because I almost left off a couple of really big people and I was like, damn, how can I cram this into this list? It's impossible to do that. So somebody has somebody's gonna be missing. Somebody gotta go. Hopefully nobody pays attention because they're gonna be like, you could have put this person on your list. You picked a bunch of bullshit people earlier. Which I apologize because <laughs> trust me. Hopefully nobody notices, so we'll figure yeah, it so out. So let's let's get into it. All right. At number ten. All right. Who you got for your number ten? Missy Missy Elliott. <laughs> That's a damn good pick. I love that pick. Super duper fly. Super duper fly. Right. I think she the best female MC of all time. Yeah, so um I, I fought long and hard on where to place her, but she she's she's top ten worthy. I can't think of um, somebody just production wise, lyric wise. Hell, she had all the dance moves to go to go with her songs. She's got iconic songs where the moment you just hear the int- the the beginning, you 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 know who it is. Right, she's still relevant. I mean, she shut down the Super Bowl a few years ago when she came out with Big Boy and everything. So had had to go Missy at number ten. Yeah, Missy a goat, man. I I don't I can't even imagine hip hop without her. The way her and Timberland came and hit the scene. Yeah, they 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 put it 
down. Yeah, that album's still iconic. All her albums are dope, too, and, like, the artistry and the choreography, all that stuff behind the albums is pretty dope. And even her features. I mean, you can... That's the, I don't think you can think about Sierra without thinking about Missy. That's true. That's true. Along with a whole plethora of other singers, Lil Mo, um, uh, Tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just so many different people, man. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, my number ten, I gave it away. I gave it away last episode. Um, <laughs> it was Drake, Drizzy Drake. So I got Drake at number ten. I think he deserved to be in everybody's top ten. Uh, Rodney kept him out of his top ten. Just barely. Just barely. Just barely. Which is pretty good for me. Yeah, I, I, Drake is a whole uh, mood music type of dude. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I fuck. I Drake. need to lower. I need him to lower his damn tickets. Somebody <laughs> gonna pay all that damn money to see you. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say too, man. Like. I think all these artists need to lower their ticket amounts, man. You you pricing out the average fan, like everybody want to have them Beyonce numbers, bro. And their name Beyonce. Mm, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> all right, do better. You silly man. Number nine. Okay, number nine. This is when it's to get ugly. This is probably where some people are gonna be mad and cuss me out. I got Kendrick. No, no, that's not too far from where I got him at. So yeah, I got K dot at number nine, um, iconic album, section eighty, Mad Kid, Damn, Pimp a Butterfly. I even even on the either people have enjoyed to Pimp a Butterfly or they hated. Um, I thought it was a lyrically uh, storytelling album. High stepper. I feel like as the big three, you you have to have him on top. I think he is just out just just above Drake and and J Cole. So yeah, I I got him just a just a little bit ahead of those guys. Like I said, I have uh, Drake at ten. So Kendrick is a little bit more down the line. Glad um, not have him ahead of Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus, man! See, he trying to look at my list already. For my number nine, I got L Cool J. Um, still one of my favorite rappers, man. I, it felt like you. Um, a lot of his songs are sampled too. I learned that um, a lot of people sample a lot of LL uh, hits. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I feel like LL's in that type of lane where um, he hits you in just multi multi facets, man. People forget about his acting chops. I think that's like one of his main things. Like you yeah. had said before, one of the kids said they thought that LL, they didn't even know he rapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, his, his acting chops they, are like everything. from the boy hit her brother on NCIS. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. People forget about In the House or uh, In Too Deep. Or, yeah, In the in the House. Uh, I still watch that on HBO Max. In Too Deep. Uh uh, what's the one? Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, first black brother to survive a <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, LL and on top of that, one of the best rappers of all time. And that like, damn bird. Yeah. So, yeah, LL. That's my number nine pick. Okay, at number nine. Well, number eight for me. I got uh, Ice Cube. Ooh, yeah, that's dangerous. I had him uh, higher up in my list. 
But yeah, ooh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> no Vaseline. Uh, another rapper turned actor. Overall, just shit. He went from being a niggas with attitude to are we there yet? Uh, yeah. That's that's a hell of a turnaround. Yeah, made probably the most classic hip hop movie ever in Friday. Right. Then you have to put it just above Peyton and Fool. Um, today was a good day. Iconic yeah. across decades. No Vaseline. Top three disc records of all time. Yeah, man. Ice Cube. And he gave you a glimpse into the uh, the local uh, titty bar with the Players Club. Yeah. Yeah, just like. You got Westside Connection. Yeah, Westside Connection, man. He down with like a bunch of, of the craziest groups Big of all Three. Time. Yeah. Now he just released the um the Mount Westmore. So I mean it's Ice Cube, man, he making rounds, man. He always he always staying relevant over the decade. So yeah, that's that's a hell of a pick. I guess I should have brought him down. If I thought about this list over again, man, I wish I can rewrite it over again. Um damn, that's a damn good pick, Rodney. Uh, for my number eight, I got Kendrick Lamar. Uh, for everything that we had said earlier about uh, Kendrick, definitely got him right there at my number eight spot. Um, I don't have him ahead of Nas. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I got him at my number eight spot. I'm up here third in people's lives. <laughs> Nas survives one. <laughs> All right, who you got for your number seven, bro? Seven, DMX. I got DMX in my number seven, too. Yeah. Um, hell, he got shit. I don't think what he did will ever be duplicated. He dropped two number one albums in less than six months apart. Mm-hmm. Rough Riders Anthem, one of the most iconic songs. You just know. You just know it when it come on. Like, I don't care where you are. Yeah, you just, you just know where it is when it come on. Plus, like... When you think about DMX, man, like, he definitely a game changer. His voice. Yeah, I'm about to say he changed the culture, too. Changed the culture. He was something different from Jay-Z and uh, Cameron and all those other guys that basically came out around the same time. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes me miss those those, those Def Jam tours, so. Yeah, man, DMX was that guy. Um, Rest in peace to that legend, man. We both got him at number seven. Well-deserved. Um he actually could have been closer. Yeah. You can, you can make a case he should be in the top five. Now, Rodney, this is actually the tricky part right here. Now, the top six, this is really tricky. And I know we're not going to agree on a lot of these because I know who you probably have as number one. <laughs> we are, But I can tell you that that person that you have as number one is not my number one. Not my two that. or my three. Not even my four. But it's the top six. I'll let you go ahead with your uh, with your number six, man. Okay. At six, is someone drama in the LBC? <laughs> oh, wow. Snoop? Yes. Nice. Nice. I got Snoop a little bit further down on my list, but that's a hell of a pick right there. Yeah. Gin and Juice. Hell. Uh, he's... He's on so many iconic just West Coast songs, whether it's his, <laughs> whether it's his song or somebody else's song. Right, exactly. Murder was the case. Uh, That's why. Great day. And, like, you're talking about a person that reinvented himself. I don't Gin think and Juice. 
I can't think of anything that Snoop Dogg hasn't done. He's sold gin and juice. He's Hell. promoted shoes. He got <laughs> been, his own. been on a TV show with Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah. He done been in movies, all types of stuff, TV shows. What did Chris Rock say? When did Stu Dogg become a Morgan Freeman? He's everywhere. No, he everywhere for like no reason whatsoever. I seen him promoting some shit in Russia or something before. I'm like, yo, Snoop Dogg. You know what's crazy? I also heard like um I forgot what interview I was watching. It was with some comedian. He was like, if you put Jay Z, Snoop Dogg, um, a couple other people in a car together, and you send them over to freaking China or something. Snoop Dogg could be the person that they know the most. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how crazy it is with the Snoop Dogg pick. Like Snoop Dogg is literally that guy. Like we're dealing with an icon. That's a legend. That's an icon living. Um, I have him further on my list. That was Rodney's number six. Um, my number six is a little different. My number six, I got Eminem. I got Eminem as my number six. I know a lot of people are gonna say. That's crazy. Like Eminem might be one of the, the best lyricists of all time, um, and that's plus that's Detroit homegrown. But I got Eminem, man. I, so it's my me, number six. Let me preference it. That was the person I that I left off. So I was like, oh shit, how did I <laughs> dude? You want to hear something crazy? I left him off too, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I didn't put Eminem on my freaking list. So I left off Missy. Because yeah, I, I, I couldn't leave yeah, Eminem so, off. So the crazy thing is, yeah, at one point, Missy and the, yeah, I was like, no, Missy got to stay. I'm just going to have to leave him off and explain it later. So Yeah, that's why I was like, bro, I wish I could redo this. If you want, just put everybody down from, from six on one spot. That's why I had all this stuff like scratched out and everything. Because when I made my list for the 15th time, I was like, yo, every time I was missing somebody, I was like, damn, I need to take my time and go back over this list. And then I realized, like, I was leaving people off. So, um, yeah, I got Eminem at number six. All right, who you got for number five, bro? Okay, this going to be controversial. Somebody come at me for this. I got Pac. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, yeah, you going to. This really <laughs> Yeah, I, go ahead and explain, <laughs> brother. That's, that's crazy. Um, I just feel like... He's iconic, yes. He changed the game, yes. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the longevity from from Pac uh, due to some unfortunate circumstances. It's got me thinking about the Chris Rock joke, like where he was like, "If you want to get away with murder, just kill somebody and put a mixtape in their pocket." Uh, so everybody else, other than who I have at four. Has had the longevity. We got to see them age. We got to to, to see the impact that they had in the long run on the court culture. Um, that's kind of why I put um, Pac and the person I have at for where they're at. Um, just just because wow. of that, I actually hate doing lists with Pac and Biggie on them because I just feel like they're in a separate category because um, we didn't get to see them fully uh, fulfill their career. So. Right, right. I agree with you on that too. I got Pac way at, on my list, so yeah. No, I, um, wow. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Tupac is super, a super duper legend. It is hard to kind of put him and Biggie in different places. Um, yeah, that's tough, man. I, I got Pac like a little bit closer. Um, 
I can give you my number five. Now, my number five, my number four, I was like flip-flopping a little bit, but I decided to put Nas at my number five. And I know you're going to think that's... that's <laughs> yeah, no, you already Nas, know, Nas know that blast with me. <laughs> no, Nas was, at, Nas was... He was close, like, my four and my five. It was between him and Snoop Dogg. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, if I put... Um, the only other people that if I put them in the car that's rappers, um, Snoop Dogg would be the most recognizable worldwide. Even though Nas probably... I, don't, I wouldn't even say Nas had a bigger impact than Snoop Dogg. And that's, that's crazy. Like, I... I don't know. Like that's that's tough. That's really tough. Well, you'll have to wait to get my argument for now <laughs> later. Yeah, that's tough. Because I have a whole dissertation on where he's why he's at where he's at on my list. Yeah, that's that's tough. Because I I don't know. I guess we could talk about it. Because if we say relevancy, Snoop Dogg relevant too. Yeah. Even when he wasn't relevant, he was relevant. Like every year, Snoop Dogg is relevant. Yeah, I, I get that. No days off. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell he does it, and he's high <laughs> most of the time. That's, that's nuts. <laughs> But yeah, that's my number. My number five is Nas. All right. Who's your, who's your number four? Biggie. My number. My number four was Snoop Dogg. Uh huh. All right. Yeah, Biggie at four, two albums, one of the best lyricists ever. Once again, same thing like Pac. Though we didn't get to see the longevity um, due to the whole East Coast West Coast beef and everything that was going on then. Um. Like I said, I hate doing lists where you have to put Biggie and Pac in a in a in a place. I kind of always just do the list and be like, put them in a different category. Right. Um, God, rest in peace, just both my brothers. I wish they were both here so we could see where they would have took the game, the impact that they would still have. Um, it's a shame that we we don't get to see that. So, right. No, I feel you on that. No, I, I like, actually like those picks too. Your picks is crazy. Now I'm wondering who are your uh, your other picks. Um. Okay, I guess with my number three. Hold on, wait a minute. You, did you do a number three? Because I no, nope, I didn't. Yeah, because four was uh, Snoop for you. So three for me is Little Wayne. Hmm. That's I think I did. I, did I say Little Wayne last time? I left Little Wayne off. Yeah, three of Little Wayne. Damn, I left him off. Yeah. Um, all the iconic mixtapes, <laughs> the Carter three, the Carter four. Yeah, I left Little Wayne um, off my list. All of the iconic guest verses. Um, you can make an argument <clears throat> that for a long time Little Wayne was making other people's songs hotter on mixtapes than the actual person. I know for a lot of people in our generation, Little Wayne is their goat. Right, right. Um, we literally kind of watched Lil Wayne grow up right before I from back that thing up to now. So, dang, you know what? I don't know how the hell I left Wayne off my. Li- I left him off my list. So yeah, three, three is Wayne. Well, I guess y'all gonna be mad at me about two people. <laughs> I left Missy off and I left Lil Wayne off my list. Um, I'll make it up another way. Yeah, blame it to our. Yeah, it's not our hearts. <laughs> right. Because we actually like making these lists as we go, too. So, um, my number three was Jay Z. Um, I think that Jay Z might be the most influential, uh, hip hop artist of all time. Um, of course, he he takes you know, even when he takes people rhymes and uh, you know, it makes them his or um, you make it a 
I made a hotline, you made a hot song, song type of deal. Yeah. yeah. Even when he does that, man, like Jay Z, one hell of a businessman too, and um, he married Beyonce. So that's some extra points. <laughs> Give him some extra points for that one. But yeah, definitely shout out to Jay Z. That's my number three. So he's number two on my list. Oh wow. That's Doc Carter. I make your song harder. Watch how quickly I drop fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I went with a more traditional list. I think like even when we just went through the whole spiel of a uh, of Biggie and Tupac, I got Biggie as my number two, and Pac is my number one. I just gave them away both of them. I don't think that there'll ever be two other artists because we lost Big Pun, we lost uh, Big L, we lost so many different hip hop artists throughout our generations. But none has never left the impact like Tupac and Biggie have. And even though they haven't had like a, a a lot of music, still like influential to this day. I think those two. So that's my list, people. And I, the thing was, I wasn't going to add Tupac and Biggie to this. So that's yeah, where Little Wayne I, I started, and, and Missy and the rest of them come in. Yeah, I, I had that thought too, not to add them. So... You guys should know my number one if you listen to this <laughs> podcast long enough. Um, this is my goat. I'm putting Nas at number one. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, so, and like I said, I, I do have a whole dissertation to defend my selection of him being number one. I think what made me solidify him at one on this list was his longevity. Um the fact that he's kind of in his late 40s, heading to 50, has reinvented himself. He's put out more relevant music lately than Jay-Z, than anybody else on, on the list, really. Um, and on, his, on King's Disease 3, he has that line where he says, I got, I'm going to have 50-year-old fans and 16-year-old fans. Yeah. The the fact that he has been able to stay in the game for, for thirty plus summers now, Illmatic still is considered the one of the greatest hip hop albums ever made. So just think that was nineteen ninety four and he's still putting on music in twenty twenty three. Still looks young as shit. Right. Um he's become more of a business person. So for for me, it was just like I put Nas at one, and everybody else had to just fall into in line because I I, I think he has surpassed Jay Z um, just no, just on the fact that he's still rapping and doing relevant stuff, um, and he's one of the few artists of his generation that's really reached back and done some songs with some of the newer cats in the game. So. Um, so why have Nas at one? See, and that's why I said between him and Snoop Dogg, I just that's why I was kind of like up in the air because everything you just mentioned about Nas, that's Snoop Dogg times ten. Mm, so it's just I don't know, man. I that's tough right there. And like even Snoop Dogg does songs with like Sada Babies, like that's that's crazy. Like you would think like he has his ears glued to the streets where he does them with like local artists, and that's just nuts. I wouldn't even think that about Snoop Dogg, but I definitely agree with uh, with Rodney about the Nas take. Nas super reinvented himself too. I think um, he may have took a uh, shout out to Hip Boy. Yeah, definitely. 
uh, him and Hitmaker going through something right now, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, actually, like, <laughs> Hit Boy, Hitmaker. But yeah, um, got two producers dissing each other. But <laughs> right, that's that's crazy. I never would thought I'd seen that coming. Besides Kanye, uh, this is Just Blaze and uh, some of the <laughs> Just Blaze. Oh, speaking of Just Blaze, and I know um, we got a couple minutes left, but did you see the? Um, I guess it was like um, it was Talib Kweli, um, Dave Chappelle, um, Redman, um, Freeway, Benny Siegel. It's a whole plethora of people. All, just all on stage. Yeah, yeah. man. And Redman was uh, performing some of his hit songs. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I think that was the 20th anniversary of the Freeway album. Yeah, like that's nuts, man. If I could have just been a fly on the wall at that joint, at that spot. Yeah, and shoot, I I love Red Man. Like he was next to Nas, he was he was the 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 first rapper that really got me interested in rap. Like, yeah, man, he's so charismatic. I would say he was like if people always say the Black Eminem, I would think he would be the Black Eminem. To be honest, yeah, and I and I guess that's why I like Ludacris so much too, is because I see Ludacris as like a, a younger Southern. Red man in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with you on that too. Definitely agree with you on that. And for everybody that's probably complaining also about our list and all that good stuff too, by the way. Remember the list is fluid. Yeah, you want to changes. You want to do some honorable mentions before we get out of here? Let's do some honorable mentions. Okay, so um Coogee Rap, you could have made an argument as one of the early rap pioneers. You should have been on the list. Um uh, Yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that. Coogee rap. I guess with two Kirk of my honorable Daddy. mentions, I I don't even know if they deserve to be honorable mentions. I just I threw two Tupac and Biggie in there out of respect. It was supposed to be Lil Wayne and Missy on there, but I had to move them around last minute. Are they considered to be honorable mentions? <laughs> yeah, they didn't yeah, even make the list. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Two, it was Eminem for me that I I left off. Uh, so. <laughs> Somebody had to bite the bullet. Yeah. Nelly? Somebody had. Yeah, Nelly. That's funny because yeah. I was just thinking about Nelly. Um, Lupe, lyrically. Um, yeah. I see somebody else say something crazy too, man. Oh, Old Dirty Bastard too, Abby. man. Somebody had listened to our so They're like, you ain't say Old Dirty, Old Dirty Bastard. So um, ODB. And they was like, well, you he's not going to be in the top. 10, so. Yeah, ODB. My uncle would kill me for him not being on my list. Yeah, my uncle would kill for uh, ODB and um, Ghostface. So, yeah. Also, uh, Big Boy from Outcast. I had another person tell Master me Master P. <laughs> Master P. Really? Wow. Well, I guess. I guess so. I uh, guess you're right. no, no. <laughs> No, no, you're right, Master P too, I guess. You can make but, an argument, man. Yeah, you Percy can make a, should be on there. Yeah, you can make an argument for that too. Um, we didn't say camera. Yeah, I'm not gonna lose sleep over that. Yeah, we didn't say camera, but she had Jewel Santana, if that's the case. <laughs> oh man. Um Jim Jones. Oh yeah, not no Ballin. Not Jim, not Jim. <laughs> Even though he think he is the better uh, rapper out of Dipset, but no, no, it's Cameron Murder Mace. Man, he ain't make the list. Yeah, Mace ain't make the list either. Or Puffy Harlem World. 
Yeah. I guess we could have said, if we were talking about people that was influential, I don't know, but Puff Daddy don't write his stuff yet. But we put yeah, Dr. Dr. Dre don't write his shit uh, either, so. Yeah, we was all over the place, but that just lets you know that, hey, we trying. <laughs> we trying. Lord knows I love corrupting. He not on this list. I know. And so, with that being said, Rodney, I know we doing our honorable mentions. We got to do our groups. We got to do our top groups. I don't know where you want to okay. start at. Does Daz and Corrupt count? Yeah, Daz and Corrupt count. Dog Pound count as a group for real. I would just listen to the Cali is Active album and then the Doghouse album. And, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we can do our groups. Okay. Outcast. Yeah. Dog Pound. The Locks. Man, it's so many different ones. Yeah. You're right. Outcast, Locks. Shit, uh, Mob the- Deep. The same lunatics, man. It's just so, yeah, you're right. D12, D12. It just, it's too many groups. Bro. Run DMC, yeah, you're right about that. Wu Tang, because just a whole dungeon family, it's a bunch of them, <laughs> yeah. It's a man, you're right sure, about that. You could go Wu Tang and the Method Man and Red Man. Do they count as a group? Yeah, remember they did the Blackout albums, yeah, yeah. A, they count, bro. They count. Uh, Monster Throne, yeah, that count too. <laughs> Seriously, the firm, Bad Me's Evil, the firm. It's just so many to pick. QB like finest. choose your destiny. The Fujis. Black Star. Yeah. Gang it's just Star. Too, yeah. It's too many groups, bro. So with that being said, tell us where we messed up at on our groups. Um also tell us where we messed up at on our list. Like who would you have as your top ten? Yeah, who would you take off? Yeah. Who would you add? Should we have put some more um, people under 30 on the list? Man, for real. Um, if I wish I could have traded Tyler the Creator for a little way, of course I do. And Missy, yeah, of course. I would have traded. Yeah. Everybody can't win <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have traded him in. But um, any closing statements, Rodney, before we get the hell out of here? No. Uh, just. Tune in. Um, bonus episode coming Wednesday because shit, we still got to talk more NCAA basketball. Is Don Staley the the greatest coach in in the women's game right now? And then next week we'll we'll start with our our, our groups. That's right. And hopefully we don't leave nobody off. Yeah, I'm gonna do my due diligence a little bit more. I'm gonna be a little bit more solid. So we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace. <laughs>